Recorded live. Um, this is April 2nd, 2015. Um, I want to uh, talk about a few things. I'm going to make a list here. I want to um, figure out this technology, acquire a device, or make it, take it to court, tap the judge, see him, let's see what he does now with it. Um, this is for Tony. What did your lawyer say to you that you seem very despondent over? Um, what did the guy on Neil's call um, talk about? Did you write up a paper on that? I contacted Seymour M. Hirsch, who's an investigative journalist. He's the one who broke the story um, on um, My Lie in Vietnam and several other big, big stories. And um, he's still alive, feisty, he's a real stickler. And um, I told him I would get back to him with um, a letter from me. I hope you and I hope Lorraine will all get together and put our heads together for this. And um, see what we can find out or do. And then Susan Fendel is the attorney, and she told me that we absolutely need um, documentary proof, which, you know, we don't have. So I am reverting back to the program, to the idea that I had long ago, and that is to buy a backscatter camera or a millimeter wave camera. Um, If anybody wants to donate, that's fine. That way, one of us can go around, um, show up unannounced, take pictures, sitting outside in the car, or from Target's house. Um, If it doesn't work the first time, do it again and again until we get the proof we need. Um, This is not going to be an easy battle. As Jacob Applebaum stated in his speech, there's going to be a 100-year war. I want to do it before I'm dead, at least some of this. Um, If either of you want to get into this call and um, listen to the tapes, you use my phone number as access. That's your pen. I'm giving it to both of you. Don't tell anybody. Don't give it out. Um, I wrote a letter um, to Seymour Hirsch, partially still in the working stage, Um, but here's how I started. We want you to help us initiate another church committee. As you stated, it was 45 years ago, almost a death. I believe this program is doing the same thing. It is covert, and the government will go over it when many of us are dead. Noticed in the write-up in close that a poisonous dart was used as an example at CIA excess. Let me tell you that was child's play compared to what they have today. I've enclosed two telling files. One is um, David Schreiner's um, and the other and several other scientists um, went before Congress um, and. Uh, had a 
a committee on it uh, who testified before Congress as to what was to come. Well, it is here. And I'm also sending you Butler's file on the reality of non-lethal weapons and devices. He is um, instrumental in putting this together. And my letter to an attorney explaining the use and abuses program of weapons. And I go on. So it's in the planning stages, this letter right now. Um, about all I have to say. Thought I had a car accident. It's on purpose. The daughter is drinking, which I'm sure is going after me hot and heavy and hard. Shark bullet. Bullet. The root um, of my tooth, the whole right side of my face was blown out, all swollen. They wanted me to shut my mouth. I refused to. Hello, who's that? No, sir, it's Tony. No, I'm here. I know. I'm amazed. You're here. Listen, I have some questions for you. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, when you spoke to that attorney, you said you spoke to several. Why were you so despondent over what they told you, and what exactly did they tell you? Well, they they don't say they don't say anything. They don't say anything. They don't give you any kind of reassurance that they can help you at all. Is what it amounts to. I mean, they say a bunch of they say a lot, and you walk out of there, and there's there's no plan of action. There's no strategy for bringing some sort of complaint or lawsuit or whatever. I mean, every time I've gone out there and tried to explain to them. They they basically say there's nothing they can do, and, and it's exact it's exactly what your email said back from that attorney the other day is that you have to have some sort of proof. You can't right. you can't just come up with some huge narrative of what you think is happening. You have to come up with some. You have to know what type of technology is. You have to have proof they have it. You have to have proof they're using it against you. Right. So you end up with with with, with um, you know you end up with nothing. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I well, think we it's pretty darn close to that. It certainly isn't enough for a lawsuit. Correct. At this point. Yeah, I mean, I I would have gone that route a long time ago. Definitely. But. Okay. Now. I had this idea a couple of years ago, and I threw it out there, and everybody ignored me. I wanted to purchase a backscatter or millimeter wave camera. And you know what those are, right? Yeah, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So we give it to a non-TI or a TI. I don't care. Or one of us does it. Go around unannounced to residences, sit outside, go in their residence, take pictures, see if we can get proof that way. If it doesn't work the first time, do it again. If it doesn't work, do it again. Do this until it works. Then what we have to concentrate on is beg, borrowing, or stealing one of these zappers that these guys have. Figuring it out, that's focus number two, figuring it, figuring it out how it's done. Then we go into court and zap the shit out of the judge. He can't deny it. He cannot deny it. This is what I wanted to do a couple of years ago, and everybody ignored me. Yeah, no. Because, you know, if you're going to break the law, which obviously shooting a judge with one of these is, you might as well, you better be pretty careful about what the risks are involved. That's probably a federal offense. Fine. I'll take that. Tony, that's fine. I'll take that risk. I'll be more than glad to take the risk. Okay? Now, that's my plan. Now, um, what did that guy on Neil's call talk about? Did you write a paper up about that or anything interesting come from that? Are you with me? Tony? Okay, I lost you. Are you there? It sounds like you have something to do in the background. Are you there? Okay. Did you, did you hear my question? I'm I'm sorry. I have my kids. I have my kids. I'm watching my kids right now. So I know. I if you just I understood. I heard. It's okay. Listen, um, did you get any information from that guy on Neil's call? Did did you write a paper up about that? We was it interesting? Oh. Was it worth going after? Oh, he, ne- he he never appeared again. He ne- he made one appearance, and that's it. Okay, but did he give you any good information? You never told me. He, he seemed like he was all knowing about it, but he said nothing more than what you could read about for free publicly on the internet. So he had a theory, but he didn't give me anything more. He didn't give any details. Any details. Okay. I was curious about that. Yeah, I mean, I was waiting for him to show up and then then be a lot more specific, but he he hasn't the last two times since been there. Okay. Now, I talked with Lorraine yesterday. We've been communicating quite a bit, maybe every other day via phone. By the way, would you send me your telephone number if you didn't mind? There's several times I've wanted to ask you something quickly and get it out of the way. Um, If you want, that's fine. If you don't, that's okay too. Um, 
I know you have a wife and children and you're busy and blah, blah. But anyway, I called up. Did you ever hear the church committee? Yes. Okay. I called up Seymour M. Hirsch, who is an investigative reporter, and he was involved with the church committee. He also exposed my lie in the Vietnam thing, and he's exposed a whole lot of other things. So I made a touch base with him, and um, I got his phone number, called him right up, and he answered. He's kind of prickly, and um, he kept asking me, you know, I was telling him I, I wanted to write him a letter. Um, having some interference there. You okay? Yeah, I'm here. Kind of bad feedback. Anyway, can you get rid of the feedback? Well... Hey, hey, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. What is your son's name? Just stay in here. I'm trying to do this call. Don't just run around all over the place wherever you want to go. Stay in the backyard, please, or you guys can watch some TV or something. Shall I continue? Anthony, you're breathing into the phone. I'm not breathing into the phone. I have your speaker call. It's in my hand. It's my weight. Are you okay? Am I? I'm trying to watch two young children who have minds of their own. Okay. Would you like to continue this at another time? No. Well, I'm show I'm showing up for this call because I said I would, and I'm not. You know, that's it. So I didn't expect okay. to do this. So I don't want you guys to call me up and for me to talk for two hours every time because that's not what I'm signing up for. And I'm I'm thinking about doing my own call because I have my own agenda to do. Well, we had hoped that we would be part of you in your agenda. At least I was, you know. Um Well, there's no one else on the call. Who's who else is on the call here? Well, nobody right now. Just you and I. Well, I I mean I don't mind listening in today, but I was you know I wasn't planning on talking nonstop the whole time because I'm I'm being pulled in many different directions here. My wife isn't home. I'm supposed to be watching two young kids that are running around all over the place. I so. know. Let me finish yeah. what I was going to say to you. Anyway, uh, Lorraine had suggested that what we really needed was a congressional committee like the church committee. So that's why I called up Seymour Hirsch 
and spoke to him about it. And I told him that I would write him a letter explaining to him what is going on. So I thought between you, me, and Lorraine, we could get together and kind of each write our own letter and then take bits and pieces the best from all three of us and send it to him and see if he could start a church. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Um, That's what I've been doing. Um, I I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, why? Because there are people that have that have accumulated over thousands of, like hundreds or if not thousands of emails and are mass emailing everybody, screaming at the top of their lungs that this is going on and no one is listening. Right. I, I, I get this. this is... There's this guy in Australia that, that I got on his mailing list somehow, and he has over 1,400 testimonials. And he sends he sends all of this stuff around. It's really professional looking, looks really nice. Has his own website. He's he's emailed all of the important players that could help, and uh, you know, and is always asking people to send him more emails if they if they have knowledge of them. And it's not doing it's not fair to be doing any good. And the and the thing is, it's because it's because it's a, it's public policy. Is what it is. Everyone already knows about it. Right. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? It, and the, the Congress are the people that know about it. Right. That's why they're doing nothing about it. Okay. But so, they were uh, also doing illegal things with before this church committee came into effect. I mean, he talks uh, about this poison dart that they demonstrated in Congress that the CIA was using and other things that they were doing. And they're the ones who set up the FISA court and all that stuff. And and like I told Kirsch, this needs to be gone over again. This needs to be brought out again. I think I sent you a write-up on the church committee and... Uh, when I get off this call, I'll send it to you again. It's, it's excellent. Barbara, I don't know. It was the last time that I was on a call with you. I I told you about the church committee and going to, and how that affected Cointel Pro and the other MK Ultra. And, and I and I explained to you what brought about those those Senate those those hearings and those investigations. Okay. Right. We don't have that right now. Okay, the first the first time it was it was the Watergate scandal that started. The second, and for the other one, it was because a bunch of people broke into the FBI headquarters and stole a bunch of documents. Okay, we don't have any of that right now. Edward, you know, Edward Snowden walked out with a bunch of files documents and so on, but apparently none of them have to do with our situation. Because they haven't been made public. See, I think it does. I think we're part of... I I think it does. I think we're part of PRISM. PRISM is basically a data-gathering 
um, a program that profiles people. You know they're profiling people. And if they're, and if they're profiling people, we're in it. Yeah, well, well, um, well, there just isn't. I mean, we could even say that. They, you know, nobody's going to disprove us if we latch on to that as what we are on as a subfile. Barbara, you say it's no. Barbara, you, you sent me the answer to all your problems in that email yesterday when the lawyer replied to your your legal question. Right. She said, I need this and I need this. If you can give it to me, I can do something for you. Otherwise, I cannot. Right. That was it. That's it. Well, that's Other- why I want to get the millimeter in the back scatter camera. I think that that could add a lot. The, the other possibility is that someone comes out like a whistleblower or something and says, I have all these documents as proof that says this is happening. Hey, hey you guys, take it. Will you take your shoes off, please? Did you did you get my email about Butler? About what? Did you get my email about a guy named Butler? No. Yes, probably yes. Okay. He's he's uh, he's responsible for pulling together this big file on non-lethal weapons. Okay. He's the editor. He he has a lot to do with this. He's more than an editor, believe me. I emailed him. I got in touch with him. This was about a a year and a half ago. And um, I was trying to get a group together like this. And one of the first people that I asked was Alda. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Anyway, Um, she screwed it up because I gave her his email address and she went off on him and he had the bills. What I have found though by talking to him is that he's very susceptible to flattery. He will also he will accept you if you say state that you were a student and he will talk to you about all these non lethal weapons. So if I get his email and I send it to you could you pretend to be a student and interested in him as a, a tutor and speak with him about this and see if you can get any information that way? Are you there?
Anyway, that's what I thought maybe you could do if you're interested. That way you could get some information about exactly what he's using and see if maybe you could find out where to buy them or if they're giving them away free. So what, 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 you want to know where to buy something? What? Okay. You missed the first part of my conversation. Well, did you hear what I said about Butler? And he's the editor of the non-lethal weapon file that I've got. Did you hear that? Um, yes. Okay. Did you hear the part where I told you I, co- I connected with him? And he's very successful to flattery and he's willing to talk to someone who uh, presents themselves as a student and he was very open to this and I was going to suggest that maybe you could connect with him I got you his, I'll give you the file and I'll get you his email and you can email him and talk to him email and see if you can get information out of him as to maybe where to purchase these devices or um, about them or just flatter them and, you know, get buddy-buddy with them? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I already have a game plan. I'm not, I'm not planning on... I'm, I'm not sending right. out emails. I'm not sending out emails like that, no. That's, that's not my strategy at all. All right. Well, are you interested in telling me what your strategy is and including me in it? And are you going to be part of this call or what? Well, you know, uh, you know what? I first the first thing that came to mind when I attended this call is that it would be nice if we had some like-minded individuals that agree on. What's going? What's going on? You know, I mean, it's impossible to have a group with vision and purpose if we all think the wrong thing, and it's all and everyone thinks something different. Yeah, but you're never here. You know, you're not talking about what you want. You're not. You're not expressing yourself to us as far as what you think. It, it, how this should go, so we're kind of working on our own. I mean, you yeah. can't fault us, Tony, for not no, making thought, what, I, what I'm talking about is everyone seems to have a different theory about what's going on, you know, and, you know, the thing is, I'm, I want to start a group, and if we're going to have vision and purpose, then you're going to, you're going to have to be able to back up what you say. You know, if you say, I think this is going on, then you're going to get put under a microscope and questioned why. And if you can't come up with a decent answer, then you're expected to to go on to a different theory. I mean, this is, there there is obviously some theories that take priority over others. Sitting or you know, and I, what I see is like a bunch of people sitting around, all with a different perspective, trying to trying to share 
talk time on a conference call. We're not doing that. Lorraine and I they are not doing that. They don't. I mean, there's you. You lack. It lacks serious amounts of vision and purpose that could be a. You know, it's very inefficient. I know, but you're not opening up as to what you see in a year. All I want to know is what what initially what people's perspective is on what's going on. If someone thinks it's the Illuminati, I'm not interested in working with them. Who the fuck brought that up? You have no, any talk about I'm just, giving, I'm just giving you an example. If if someone thinks it's you know if someone if someone has a completely different theory than mine, I, I'm not you know then it's like yeah, you're not sharing your theory. You certainly know mine. You certainly know my theory. I have not heard yours. You've heard my my theory several times, me listening to the phone calls I've been on. Not really. Not not really. Just bits and pieces. So you're telling um, me you've you've been on a phone call with me for over a year. You email me regularly for over a year. And I also have an entire website devoted to it, and you still don't know my my vision and purpose. Yes, uh, well, from your website I do. I know that you're interested in the technical aspect of it. That I know for sure. I know that you feel that it's a program through the government. I And that, um, well... Let's see. Um, security companies are involved. Um, I know that you have pointed out several of the technology and how it works wonderfully, I might add. Um, yeah, what? You mentioned several theories as far as. Uh, well, paper, not even theories. Uh, well, they are theories um, of who you feel is responsible for this. Is not just one particular person, but several programs. Um, well, mainly, mainly, I feel like, mainly I feel as though this is something having to do with uh, national security. It's what they're, you know, there's there's the regular laws, and then there's national security that trumps regular law. So, so it's a, that's right. You feel that we are lumped under the same uh, umbrella as terrorists. Something along that lines, yes. Something yeah, like or. You know, it has something to do with with national security. So, so it's uh, yeah. At least in my situation, and 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 uh, you know, I can understand that there seems to be a lot of different you know problems that people are having with this, and uh, but they they don't they don't all fit into what I want to do. Period. I don't have enough time. And I don't have enough. I don't have, literally don't have enough time to cover all the bases for everyone. 
I barely have enough time for this call. So, you know, the thing is, I want to get focused on one thing, and I want to do it very well. That's all. I don't want to go and speculate and, and try to solve everyone's problem and throw around theories that, you know, I want to get very specific. So you want to concentrate on national security and getting as much information about this program from national security as you can. What are you going to do with it then? You're going to present it to a lawyer? No, I want to get very specific about something technical about this program, and I would like to just drill down on it. Like I would like to name, I would like to name every every possible way they could be using radar in this in this program, and I want to be an, I want to become an expert on it. Because really, the devil is in the details of it all. You're not going to you're not going to solve this by running around skimming the top and throwing around perspectives and treating everyone's perspective like it's a democracy and and that everybody's got a you know an equal say in in uh, in what's going on. It it shouldn't work like that. There should be there should be some vision and some purpose about you know what's going on, where we need to go, what our what our group goals are. And you know what what is the best way to proceed so we can you know maximize our you know our sense of accomplishment over time you know I mean otherwise you just end up with no no uh, motivation. I agree, but uh, yeah. you can't you can't fault us too much because you kind of entered into this and then you set us adrift. So we were left up to our own devices. Now, I did not approach an attorney like you did and get the answers that you did. This is the first time I really approached an attorney and I've got some good, solid feedback so that I know where I stand. That's the first time I've done it. So okay. you, ha- you, did, you, you also did this. So we're on the same track here. It, it, we have to; these are dead, dead avenues. So you have to understand where I went with this and why. I'm not really that interested in being a first-round guinea pig for some sort of civil civil lawsuit or criminal trying to, you know, pin something criminally on some, you know, local, state, or federal government agency or department or whatever it may be. I. I'm not really interested in that. If someone goes through and and is successful, I mean, I'll be the first one to be the second one or the third one that or whatever it may be that's successful because I'll 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 take the same route as them. But but it's like uh, you know there seems to be a lot of pitfalls with being the the first person to try it or the guinea okay. pig, you know. Yeah. Well, Some lawyer tells you, you know, hey, give me 500 bucks or give me whatever it may be and I can solve your problem for you. Well, that's, I mean, if it works for that person, I would I would sit back and wait until it's, it's successful. Right, but I that's why I asked you what your attorney did. Uh, this was a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact, because 
I hadn't got to this point yet. I didn't know what your attorneys told you and why you were so upset about, well, if you were upset, I got the impression you were upset about what they told you as far as being a dead avenue. I had no idea what happened. So I had to take my own avenue. They don't help you. They say... They say they basically put it all on your shoulders. Right. They put it all on your shoulders. They they're like, bring in a bunch of proof. So all I have to do is I have a I have an open and shut case that I can defend it. That there's a high probability of winning. That's all they. That's all everyone has said to me is basically, bring in the proof. So I already know that there's a high probability I'm going to win. Right. That, that's your typical attorney, and we don't have anything to show right. you. I know. Nothing. We don't have any evidence. We don't have it. You know, you can sit there and make up whatever explanation you want to about what's happening. No matter how accurate it is on the day-to-day details, it's still it's not it's not like actual documents from someone's database that proves that they did it or that they purchased and used that technology on you. It's not we don't have any of that. Well, when this first started with me, I made friends with a state trooper. And this state I told him exactly what was happening to me. Evidently he had somebody follow me and investigate this. Okay. He has since retired and moved to I might be up in Maine. Um, I got his name and his two sons are also state troopers. So they can be, he can be found through them. And I just sent that information to this attorney today. He would be, he would, I'm pretty sure he would write a statement. I also have several witnesses. They are hostile, but they are still witnesses. I have a lot of witnesses to this harassment. A lot. Uh, I don't really know what to say there because, you know, it's like there's a burden of proof on you. You can't just bring frivolous lawsuits against people. There's laws against that as well. Okay? So you have rights. The people that you're trying to pin the blame on have rights. So you have to have a real reason to to try to win a lawsuit against them. Otherwise, it's just going to get dismissed. And it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment for the attorney. Attorneys will not have any any respect in their practice from other lawyers and also from the court system if they're trying to bring frivolous lawsuits against people because okay. they know better than that. Okay, so what are you going to do with this national security information that you, you're you gleaning for your website? Well, what are you going I, to do with that? I have I have a million and one things to do and no time to do them. And I'm just, I just want to start building a group of people that can take over some of the responsibilities as, as it grows. Okay? It would just, you know, it's just like 
um, if there's something to be researched, then I, you know, it's like you just are assigned something to research, and you write a summary on it. Okay, because because you know I I know that like Barbara, you like you like to go and keep you like to skim the surface and keep up to date on everything. But what I would have you do rather than that is to say I want you to focus in on this this particular document and summarize it and be knowledgeable okay. about it. You know that kind right. of yeah. Why don't you email me? I know you asked me about hashtags, and to be absolutely honest with you, I had no idea what I was doing. But ever since you mentioned that, I've been reading hashtags more closely and exactly how they're used, and I think I've got a better grasp on hashtags. I had no clue what they were, how to use them, or anything about them. So I'm working on it. Well, okay, Barbara, Barbara, lots of times you, you send me a link, okay, or a document, okay? I have, even even managers have very little time, okay? So what they, they have to do is prioritize, okay? So if you're sending me 160, or even if you're sending me a 30-page document every day or a couple of them every day, I don't have time. Yeah. But simply do not. It would be wonderful if I could if I could go get through them all and understand them all and have time to summarize them or something and put them somewhere so I can I can reference them later. But I don't have any of that time. Um, so you know what you kind of like need is people to go and make. You have to make it as easy as possible. For you know, I think there should be like a leader like like Neil. And he's asking that people just go around and summarize, uh, try to summarize something, uh, you know. But Neil's mistake is he's he's getting so broad. He's got like radar, and that's just one of his 35 categories. I mean, a person can a, a person can spend an entire lifetime on radar alone. So it really lacks focus. Envision, you know, and the thing, you know, so what I really want to do is I, I want I want people to to say, you know, I think they're using some form form of radar. Okay, great, and 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 you know, and I think that radar is one of the primary technologies. So that would be something that we could focus on then, and we could create. A purpose of the group is to, you know, understand everything there is to know about radar. Well, I'm going to get my laptop tomorrow, which will give me a lot more power to get where I want to go. But years ago, I ran into a company that was producing a laptop that the antenna was as big as my fist, and I'm a small woman, and it plug it went into the USB port and it um it was radar and he demonstrated it right there. So this was a couple of years ago. I'm gonna see if I can chase that down for you. Because I think this is how they were manipulating me on the plane using this type of technology. Did you know that existed? 
Okay. So he's there. Yeah, I'm here. I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of an answer for you. Okay, because did you know it existed? Did you know that yeah. it was for sale? Did you know you could buy it? And what he used it for... Barbara, 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 you can go through and you can buy so many things online. There's so many different technologies out there, okay? What I'm looking for is people that can discern which ones are being used and which ones are not. I don't want everybody throwing around every possible technology they ran into that week out on a call and wasting everybody's time. Tony, this was demonstrated. This was demonstrated as through wall radar. He had a picture of the laptop and you watched him walk down the corridor. Yes, that's, yes. You know that that kind of stuff. That's wonderful. Okay, so so okay, so we need some some base. We need some basics here. I mean, okay, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna write about something, it should be it should have some sort of citation that says where you found it, and then you have to you know you have to be able to figure out whether or not that citation is a good reference or a bad reference. Okay. If it's a reference from, you know, if it's a reference from some not so reputable website and you don't know if it's true or not, it's just someone's opinion, then you don't use it. No, it was the corporation that was producing these for other corporations. Right. Okay. So wouldn't you agree that we need some, that you need some sort of focus on something instead of, bouncing around from one thing to the next. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that recipe really didn't work in Neil's call because people are just like, I have this theory, you know, and, you know, we're talking about Homeland Security and then we're talking about criminals and then we're talking about herbs, you know, and, and homeopathic remedies and then we're talking about, you know, something... You know, and, we're, and then we're talking about scalar waves, and then we're talking about you know, uh, well, you know, all like the. You're very frustrated with them. No, I'm not. No, I'm no, but I have a vision. I mean, I can, I can, I can see through the trees. I can see yeah, well, the forest it still through the sounds trees. Like you're, it still sounds like you're frustrated with them because you're spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. Oh. And I'm no, trying to give that to you. I'm trying to. To give that to you, I'm trying to. No. But you're, but you're not talking. You're not talking to me. You're not telling me. You told me yeah. to look up hashtags. No, I'm, I'm. I offered to be the leader in the first call to give it a try, and and Elaine didn't want to have a leader or teams. Well, she's okay. under a lot of stress, and her yapping is how she gets it out, and that's fine with me. I, I understand it. And you got to let uh, it run a few minutes. 
I'm not letting but, she was she was she was expressing her opinion, okay? And there's nothing wrong with with the, how she feels about it, you know. And it, but she's but the, willing to work with don't. you too. She's willing to work with you too. She's willing to go along and and figure this out. We both are. We both are willing to work with you on this and have you point out the direction you want to go. It's okay with me. I understand you want me to focus well, in on radar. Well, no, no, no. See, this, this, let me just explain to you what I'm, what I'm, what I'm signing you up for here. I'm, just, okay. I'm, sign, I'm signing you up for a period of time in your life that you're going to feel somewhat uncomfortable because I'm going to mix things up. I'm going to do them differently than you've ever done before. And, and it's for, it's so this per, this group can get off the ground, have a purpose and get a vision. And it's not going to be comfortable or easy or casual or, or whatever, but it's going to be successful. That's the key. It's not going to be something where you sit around for years on end and hope that, you know, uh, something, you know, that, that the, the answer falls into your lap, you know. It's like this has to be done in a different way. And, you know, and that and that's it. I mean, I've been watching the way this is done for, um, like, in Derek's calls and, in, and, like, in the one that I was attending, and it, it's just not done correctly. And, you know, and at times I've had to, like, literally get mad at these people and yell at them just to get them to start doing things a little bit better. It's like I already know the answer, but I can't get anybody to agree with me on it. Well, they don't like me because i got a big mouth, but well, I mean, it's... I tried getting answers myself. Whenever I seem to be able to get some answers from somebody, I was shut up or told to leave. Well, that's fine. I don't care. I got a couple of good answers from Jeremy. Um, his was worth the whole call, what he told me. A couple of suggestions. So I understand your frustration. We're all frustrated. And well, um, no, I'm willing I'm, to work with you. I'm happy with Neil's call right now. We're doing pretty good progress. Well, Actually, good. I'm good. glad. It's about time. Yeah. How long has the damn call been in effect? I don't know. A long um, time. Before yeah, his, you know, John's I mean, you know, we're making some progress. You know, making some progress there. But the, but the thing is, is that we could take one thing. The, the 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 reality is that is that people are more efficient if they don't multitask. And for us, for for us, especially the way we're you know um, affected by this, it would be much better if we just focused on one thing. So. One of the critical elements of that is picking the right thing to focus on in the first place. Right. And, so what is, what and is we Neil, lack serious what is, what is critical Neil thinking skills in that on? area. 
What's that? What is Neil focusing on? You sound like they're being effective in this area. What are they focusing on? Neil is Neil is actually he's coming around. I could, I'll tell you what how the call has improved. It's improved in this way. Since we're, I researching, left. we're researching topics. Okay, there's two different types of research. There's basic research that tries to understand the fundamental concepts and theories behind behind a phenomena, and then there's applied research where they take where they've already researched and defined theorems and did, did some some studies, preliminary studies, and that kind of stuff, and then they try to take all of that body of knowledge and apply it towards some sort of application. So, um, and and you know, Neil Neil at first he didn't he didn't really understand a lot of the basics and fundamentals, and so he's actually more recently gotten quite he's getting quite good at some of those. You know, he understands what's going on. And, you know, if you don't understand what's going on, then it goes right over your head or you try to put it out of your mind or you forget about it or whatever it may be if you don't understand it in the first place. Is, he still, bringing up, is he still bringing up um, organite and pyramids and crap like that? No. Oh, good. I heard enough of that. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, I shut up about it when I complained to him about it, when I emailed him after he kicked me off the call, I told him if he brought up the stupid shape of pyramid and organite again, I'd stick it up his ass. I was tired of hearing about his fucking house burning down, too. Well. I gave him a hell of a no. good chewing out. I was just tired of his bullshit. He didn't like that at all. You ask him about it. I'll even send you the emails if you're interested. So I'm very glad to hear right. that he's straightened out and he's getting off the new age bullshit. Well, Boy, that pissed me off. Son of a bitch. He'd take the whole call and talk about his house burning down. Fuck him. The only thing I ever wanted to talk on his call was about technology, and nobody was willing to talk to me about it. Nobody. You know, Everybody was talking to you like, about technology. No, sir. They were treating me like I was an idiot, which a lot of this shit I'm not familiar with, like spectrum analyzers. I've got a pretty good hold on what they are now. That's my point, Barbara. It's like if you don't have a a great technical background, fine. But you know what? There are things that you could be doing that help out. You right. know, if you don't understand, yeah, if you don't understand, if you don't understand, you know, something, that's fine. But there's a lot. There's there's once you define a vision or and get some goals going, and they're the right goals. Then even if it isn't something important, you know that you're doing the right thing. The problem with the problem that people are having now is that they're just like like for example, I I could give you an you're an example when you're on Neil's call 
is that you're sitting there, you're, you're, you're desperate for an answer. And as soon as someone says something that sounds like it might be an answer, you're just willing to jump on it instantly and go for it, okay? But we need a lot more patience and a lot more vision on what we're looking for and what we're trying to accomplish than that. Listen, Tony, I've been doing this. I've been doing this for 20 years. Talk about unsuccessfully, by the way. Okay, so that's when I'm unsuccessfully, by the way, and I don't plan on being 20 years into it myself. Okay, so I am not going to sit around and listen to a bunch of this bullshit. Okay, I'm an asshole, and I want to. I want to accomplish this, and I don't give. I don't give a flying fuck what you're you know, people's opinions are that have been around for 20 years. You need to do it differently, in my opinion. You know, I've been floating around here trying to find people. I knew from the first minute it was technology. Do you know how many years it's taken me to find people even willing to talk about technology? I'm telling you, and I've told other people this, this was all super soldiers, aliens, and lizards when I walked into this shit. Nobody yeah. was willing to talk technology. Well, yeah, what, what I'm saying is with, with whatever your opinion may be about how, how this group comes together, you need to be positive about it. I don't want you going behind my back and talking shit behind my back to the other people. I want if you if you're given if you're given some put on some sort of task, I want you to do your best to your ability to finish it without complaining, have a positive attitude, and just and try to get it as accurate as possible. And that's good and that is gonna be enough. That is gonna take all your energy, I can guarantee it, because stuff I would probably be putting you on, it will tax everything you got to get it done. You'll have, have, I, have I ever talked about you behind your back? I'm not saying you have. I'm just saying that people people in teams need to support one another and, and, and discuss things in a positive manner and figure out how to accomplish things. That's not okay. my modus operandi. If I got something to say to somebody about something like Neil, I'll tell them. I have no problem with that. I don't talk about people behind their back. If I can't come up, if I can't say it to your face, I shut up about it. I, I'm okay. not a backstabber. No, well, listen, there are hard workers, okay, but that's not enough, okay? Hard work Hard work has to be in in combination with getting along with everybody. Okay, a person that works long, works really hard not to get along with everybody, then they become a, tr- a problem person. Okay, I got a question for you. Yes. You you're concentrating on national security, and you believe this is under that program, and I agree. I think it is too. All right. Where are you, where are you going to go with it? What are you going to do with it? What's your what's your main focus, your main goal of doing all this work and getting this accomplished? What do you think is going to be the outcome? The outcome is changing public policy over time. 
So you want to change public policy. Yes. That's exactly what we need, I believe. So you think that you can change public policy by making a full report of what is going on and presenting it to who? To the public. So you want to go public? Yes. It's basically, I mean, one of the one of the ways to do this is to is to is is to re, do some good reporting to the to the public. And that's your agenda. Is that correct? Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, so what's the part it's, I'm missing? All of the subtleties that go along with that, okay? You have to leave out everything that's conspiracy theory. You have to leave out all of the sources of information that aren't credible. You have to find campaigns and issues that the public are already embracing or so you can so you can use on this. I mean there there is like a million and one things that I don't know if you're thinking about them or not that I am. Okay? I'm not gonna go out and declare to the world that the CIA is out to get me like that Brian Two guy or something like that. So everyone thinks I'm a Looney Tune. Brian Two is a Looney Tune. Yeah. And I'm not going to go out and I'm going to file some frivolous lawsuit that makes some with some huge narrative story that is like 100 pages long because I think it's all true and I have no proof. No. You see what I I'm have, saying? I have some proof. If I, I, have a good, I have a good brain between my ears. I have a good head on my shoulders and I can, you know, I have ways of resolving this, but I can't do it all alone. So I'm looking to recruit some good people that are willing to be positive attitude and work hard and can get along with everybody, each other. Well, you've got to admit that Lorraine and I are willing to work with you, but you haven't been here. So you kind of let us, cut us off and adrift and, you know, you've got to come back in and state your claims. Yeah, well, I just want to start small on just one or two things because I don't have a whole lot of time. But you got to think of it like this: we're building an organization. So if we, if we're if you know, someone gives you and like if I were to say, you know, get together with Lorraine and you got between you guys discuss how to do this and and here, you know, try to try to accomplish this. You know, it might seem like, oh yeah, well, I don't big deal to get it done or not or we didn't, you know, we we're not really emailing much to each other this week or whatever that kind of stuff. I mean, what we're this is kind of like practice. Uh, we're building an organization. We're trying to get established so we learn how to work together. 
And I would like to, you know, and, and we're talking about a year out from now, maybe we'll be doing a lot better and and have more people and be working on more issues. But we, but initially, we need to just start on a few things and do them really well. That's what I believe. All right. So do you have a list? Well, I wanted to discuss that with you and, and, and Lorraine and, you know, and, uh, you know, inviting a bunch of people on the call is like jumping the gun. Because, uh, you know, like I said before, if someone else has, I don't want to just invite a bunch of people that I don't know, and I don't know what they're, I don't know anything about them. I mean, I'm, I'm saying uh, not everyone's going to be able to join our group. We understand that. Yeah. And we understood that you wanted to vet them, and I agree with that. And I, this woman that I had invited um, to uh, next week's call, Monday, um, is a legal, a paralegal. I thought her expertise would be important. She's not a TI. She's. Well, why, huh? why did you invite Lorraine on that call in the first place with Neil? He got mad at you. I mean, what was that all about? Well, because I told, I think she had important input. And um, Kate, um, uh, who is part of Derek's inner circle, um, feels really guilty because of what she and Christine did to um, what she in. Um, I think it's, is their name Carmen? I can't remember her name. Camille. Kate and Camille threw um, Christine out of the Massachusetts group without discussing it with anybody in the group. And then they talked to Derek about throwing Christine out of um, FFCHS group. And Christine went and hung herself. And... Um, so what does that have to do with Neil's group, though? Because I invited um, Lorraine in, and Kate, I didn't know Kate was part of that group. I didn't recognize her voice. If I'd have known Kate was part of that group, I'd have never invited Lorraine because I knew this was going to happen. Because I invited Lorraine, Lorraine doesn't like I, this. Uh, wait a minute. I, Lorraine is very intelligent. And she she could add a lot to that group, and she can add a lot to anybody. But she she accused Kate of being responsible for Christine's death, and I think that Kate is her and Camille are directly responsible. No no Ti should be thrown out of these calls. None. They should not be cut adrift if they cannot go into one call, they should go to another because, you know, a lot of people have gotten hurt and, like Christine, hanging herself over this. She was despondent because she was thrown out of both calls, went and hung herself and killed herself. And I think Kate and Camille are directly responsible, and I agree with Lorraine. And that's why Kate hates Lorraine, because Lorraine called her on it. How dare you throw her out of the Massachusetts call when when you didn't discuss it with the other members, and that's what happened. That's why 
they threw me out because I invited Lorraine there. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't aware that we weren't supposed to invite people on the call, but, but I mean, he did make it clear that he was just trying to get the techie people together, and I liked it that way because I get tired of listening to people that aren't that just want to talk like it's a support group. Right, I agree. Okay? Because, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to be on a support group call. I you agree. Know? Yeah. And, okay. But you know something, Kate's not a techie person, and she's got her asshole uh, always there. So you know, um, and who invited her? I nobody asked me if I wanted to invite her. I certainly wouldn't have said no. So nobody that's, told that's me. I can't. I mean, no, nobody, nobody told me I couldn't invite somebody. And it was the first time I did, so I invited Lorraine. I know she's hard to take sometimes, and and she gets carried away, and that's fine. I can handle that. She slows down, and she focuses in, and she's got a good mind, and she has a lot of legal aspects expertise. So that's what happened on Neil's call. Neil sided with Kate, so they kicked me out. It wasn't because of anything I did or whatever. It was because of Lorraine. And Lorraine had accused Kate. And I agreed with Lorraine. I think Kate and Camille are directly responsible for Christine's hanging herself. She was very bright, very Yeah, technical. I can understand there's some bad blood there and everything, you know, but, uh, you know, the idea is everyone's going to have to to get along, you know, and uh, work you know together. How, you know how Skizzit you know thinks? You know Skizzit, right? Yes, yes, I understand, and that's precisely... Why at the beginning we need to come up with a vision of what's going to happen. We need to all agree. We don't have yes. to all have the exact same theory, but we have to agree on some of the fundamentals. Like we all have to agree radars being used, or we all have to agree that, you know, that, you know, such and such technology is the most probable, and therefore it deserves most of our focus. You know how okay, bright is it is? And we need to no. find some goals on how to achieve that. Right, fine. Yes. You know how bright is it is? Yeah, she's a very bright. I like her, yes. Christine was the same way. What a waste. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But, the, you know, the, the thing is, it's, it's that's a bunch of, uh, you know, um, you know, we're going to have to set differences aside, okay, in terms of personality conflicts and right. well, even judgment. If you want okay. me back in that group, you go back and talk to Neil about Kate. And you exactly, you know, do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't want anything to do with Kate. I think she's dangerous. I think she's she's power hungry and she's sucking Derek's asshole. Anyway, let's focus in. What do you want to accomplish between now and next week? Yeah, are well, you you're, 
in being here. Well, like I said before, you know, we probably should all end up on the same call at some point and be able to discuss this further as a as a trio, I guess. I think Lorraine will probably listen to this tape. And that's fine with me. I'm recording cool. it, by the way. But it's just private for the three of us. And then after it, one of you misses, I'll let, I put it on hide. And if you yeah. want to go in and look at any of the tapes, you can. Yeah, I noticed that like the last three or four are now missing. Yes, I put them on hide. Okay, so why? It, well, I just, because I didn't want anybody going in and listening to our calls. I thought that was agreed on. You wanted, you didn't want this to go public at all. Oh, I see. It wasn't yeah. because of you or Lorraine. It was in case, see, I used to have this call public. So a lot of people have my numbers still. And if the recordings are open, the reason we don't have people here now is because nobody knows it's open. That's how it works. Yeah. But if you wanted to yeah. open this call yourself and 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 go in and listen in to the tapes, you may. Yeah. And you can even open it up yourself if you want. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So, yeah, eventually, you know, we'll probably be, you know, sharing the responsibilities and, you know, any of us could probably host the call or something like that or, yeah. So, and and likewise, there's, you know, I have an entire website and there's aspects of that that people can learn how to do and log in and do and, and uh, you know, like nothing gets done on my website that could be getting done because I just don't have time. I don't, you know, um, you know, and it's it's just it's just something that that makes the the whole uh, makes it less productive over time. You know, you know, one guy with a wife and kids, and you know. <laughs> It it doesn't it it doesn't uh, amount to much, you know. I can't really get anything done, and so uh, and the only other the only other one out there is this uh, is like Derek's organization there, where he's got seems to have like people coming out of his ears, you know, falling head you know head over heels to help him out in every way possible, and yet he he doesn't really seem to give him very much uh, focus or or have a vision. That's been his problem for years from the yeah. time I first started. Um, a lot of people believe that Derek is not, um, he's anti, he's he's put out by the government to just keep that yeah. rolling and not go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, we, see, yeah, we got, we got a long way to go and I have sort of a different, different vision for what's going on and you know and people I'm going to challenge people 
I'm going to challenge people's notions of what should be go taking place, how to proceed, and that kind of stuff. Because, you know, I don't really think we could afford to make a whole lot of mistakes. And every mistake we make along the way is just going to set us back. And That's true. You know, yeah, and... You know, we need we need we need to like figure, really figure out what these people are doing to us, and in every pot, you know, every conceivable way that it's being done. And you know, like, you know, I heard Lorraine say something like, "Derek Robinson is 85 years old or 75 years old." I I went to California and I I had lunch with the guy, so I don't know where she got her information, but apparently her sources aren't correct. You know, we don't. We need to figure out how to get the right information at the right time, and make sure it's correct and reliable. And you know, how old is he? He looks just like a pitcher. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, I don't not, know. he's probably he might be sixty. I don't know. He doesn't look all that old. Okay. Um, I know that he's drawing a paycheck from FSCHS. I mean, this is what's supporting him. So, you know, I, what can I say, you know? I I also wanted to throw this at you. What about starting a nonprofit? You need three people to start a nonprofit. Um, no, no. Well, you know, the, th the thing the thing is, uh, I'm thinking about starting like a civil liberties type organization. What's that? Like the ACLU. Really? Well, that that would be that would be my kind of my focus. Um, you know, um, human human rights. Okay, let me think. Of, let me explain something that I that I found out but through research is that. The ACLU doesn't focus on human rights when it comes to the government because it doesn't pay their bills, and it's and it's very even if they even if they have a way to to go through and um, well, I'll give you an example the pe the people that uh, are like the MK Ultra none of them went to jail, and the people they paid money to they didn't get huge settlements. Okay, so so going against the government really is a kind of a losing battle in the first place about human rights. But uh, when the ACLU finds something that they um, um, for for a lot of civil liberties cases like discrimination, age, sex, race, uh, you know, and that sort of thing, um, they can get their court costs paid for by the government plus have a huge settlement after you know like so they and that that's how they keep their keep their organization running and and it actually influences which which cases they'll take and which ones they won't so and that's probably why they don't help us it's because there's really they they, they either can't because there isn't much proof or or it doesn't it wouldn't it wouldn't pay the bills very well even if they did win. Yeah, I think that right? that website gap gap 
government accountability project yeah. about whistleblowers, they're the same way. Yeah, well, they got to pay their bills, you know, and actually it does kind of, you know, if they're thinking the greater good, I mean, but, uh, I mean, somehow we got to really dive into the details and I, I think we should be investigative researchers is what it is. It's like we're going to dig so deep into the details of the technology uh, and, and make it public that it's going to cause a huge problem for these people. We're going to, be, we're going to use scientific in principles, investigative techniques, and we're going to dig deep and we're going to understand every aspect of some of the crucial key points in their program. And that's how we're just going to uncover, we're just going to slowly uncover every, everything about it. Well, I think a big step lately was about the V2K as far as being two frequencies. And as it was explained to me, it's like two straws. And one straw is smaller inside of a bigger straw. And one... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm interested in someone telling me which article I need to go to to read up on that. Sure, well, I'll read... I'll read the summary, but I also want to see the the list of cited references at the bottom so I know that it's not someone's here, you know, I heard this somewhere or someone told me about this. It needs to be like, it needs to be a reputable source because because no one else cares about it if it doesn't have reputable sources. Well, I I think I I have one that's, I think I have two that are pretty good, but I don't know. You, you well, know, you, you have to look at them and, and evaluate. Um, one is by Eleanor White, and she even went and built one of these, and she says it works. She gives the schematics right there, so you can turn around and build one yourself. And she says it two frequencies in one, uh, together. And how it was explained to me was if you take a piece of paper and try to throw it through a piece of glass, it doesn't go. But if you take it and wrap it around a rock, then they both go through the window. And that's it's how this still, works. Yeah, but see, that doesn't, that doesn't pass the test. The test is, does technology exist? Yes. But... Do you have any proof that they're using it on people? They're building it and using it on people. I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about stuff that people have to speculate about. No, that was just you told to me as okay. a, you know, just to make my understanding of how it works better. I understand how it works. Yeah. As far as proving that it's used on somebody. Well, uh, I had it used on me at the Museum of Fine Art in Boston when well, they, they had a display there, huh? They didn't prove it. You see what I'm saying? It's like you cannot prove it. Can you prove that? Well, I can go to the company that invented the device, the 
hypersonic silent sound, and they used the Museum of Fine Arts as a, uh, ex- a you know, as a example of what their technology has been used with. Yeah. For instance, can they had. Can you prove it? But you cannot. Okay. Oh, so we have a long way to go, right? I mean, have you written a research paper today where you've cited, and then you made the MLA style citations at the bottom, you know, sort of like, or at least like giving up a bibliography with a, the links to all of your articles and that kind of thing? Yeah, back in college. Way yeah, back. well, I think, I think you're really going to have to get back to that. But, I mean, okay. I, I know it sounds like it's it's all this kind of stuff that sounds like a real pain in the ass that's going to solve this for us. Okay, I understand. That's what yeah. you want. That's what you get. That's fine with me. It really, I don't mind. It really is. It really is because because our our worst our worst opponents are going to try to tear up our our uh, our uh, credibility. Right. When this comes out, and if and they're going to try to make us look like crazy idiots. Yes, I understand that. Okay, so why why give them ammunition? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's exactly my point. You know, I don't want you know. It's like I can see the writing on the wall already. So. What is that? They're going to try to make us look like crazy idiots. That's what. Right. And this is why Attorney Fendel said to me, your narrative is not important. You've already been labeled. No, they said so, the narrative is important because because it has no, there's no legal value in giving a narrative that's just based on your it's like a testimony. Right. A testimony, a testimony has nothing to back it up. It's just something that, it's just words out of your mouth. Okay? So a, a lawyer can't use that. They need, they need something like, in, like something like a memo or a document or a manual or whatever it is written by the company that, you know, this is the technology, and this is who we're using it on, and this is how our operations work, and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, if they can get a hold of something like that, then they boom, they got a, they got a case. They have a basis for discovery. You know, finding finding out more information. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, I did get this in court, right? You know I did get this in court. Okay. Yes, but it was based on your test. Your you you gave like a huge testimonial. Right. It it wasn't backed up by anything. You know anything like any kind of course. You know. um, Well, they didn't give me a chance to say anything. I I said about three or four sentences. I was set up. They set me up. But no, I think it's more like you don't understand how the legal system works. Yes, I do because I was set up two weeks before I went to 
report, I got shot in the head, in the forehead, with a real burning laser, and it left a divot in my forehead. Well, I don't doubt that, Barbara, but, you know, the thing is, it's like, you probably should have been in that courtroom in the first place. Then for two weeks before court, everywhere I went, I was hit with laser again. They didn't burn. I think they might have been pointers, but that was the point made. That's they wanted me to bring that word out, say that word out, so it gave the judge reason to dismiss the case, which they did. It was a setup. And well, I didn't well, know, you know? Yeah, I would agree with you. Yes, they do try to set you up to, to behave, to change your behavior so it's more advantageous for advantage for them. Yeah, but, the, but I don't think you should have went through with that court case without having some sort of proof of, who was doing it and with what, you know, and that sort of thing. You need, you need like, real evidence to do that because a lawyer can't do anything with it unless you have some, some, something useful for that. That was civil. And, uh, I did civil. <laughs> right. And, oh, you tried a civil case. Okay. That well, was every, pro you know, se. What? I went pro se. You, you, you represented yourself. Well, I mean, you... By yourself, right? Without a lawyer. But, hey, I didn't even know there were other people in this program. I was all by myself. This was way before I even met anybody on the Internet. I thought I was it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know, but the, the, you know, the unfortunate thing about that is it destroys your credibility. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, right? I mean, so you know, so you don't want to make too many mistakes like that. That was in 1996. That was what 20 years ago, almost coming yeah, to summer. So, you, know, you know, but you know, you know, like that one lady. Uh, what's her name? Um, she's one of the ladies, and she's ri- she's written several books on gang stalking. And she's a young, she's not, she's not really a, I don't know, she's probably in her 50s or something, but I wish I, let's see. Is that Darlene Miles, Mills? No, that's not it. Uh, I have not one of her books. White. No, she's a, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get it here just a minute. Um, by Renee Pittman. What is it, Renee Pittman? Yes. I've heard that name before. Okay. Well, she yeah, she's like a she's probably uh uh she she's written several books on on being targeted. Okay, and she has her own uh, radio talk show, <laughs> and uh. But the thing is, um, she's filed over the years probably three or four separate lawsuits, and all of them have been dismissed because it's just her, it's just her going on and on and on about what she her day to day experiences, and there's no evidence in there at all. There's no documents. You know, she didn't she didn't find 
you know, someone, you know, there's there's absolutely nothing a lawyer can do or use to win the win these cases. It's just her writing down in the in the complaint everything that's happening to her and how terrible it is. Well, you know, you can't blame her because they set it up this way, and you know that. They well, don't I, I, can blame, I can blame her because she's ruining her old credibility and she's making everybody else look like an idiot. Okay? I can definitely blame her because I would I would definitely not go into a courtroom doing that. Okay, it may it, it ruins every it ruins everyone else's credibility, you know. And it makes us and, and and just the fact that you would go into a courtroom in the first place and not understand how the legal system works and have your case dismissed right away because you didn't understand how it worked in the first place, that's not an excuse. It, you know, it's like and you're kind of ruining it for everyone else. Well, I got to tell you, it's 20 years ago, so things have changed in 20 years. You know, you know that, like that. What's that guy's name? Uh, okay, Renee Pittman, and then there's Le- Levi, and um, and the I forgot her name now, but she. Kathleen Watterson. Yeah, Kathleen Watterson. She's got like four, four or five separate lawsuits too. That admit and and like all of them have been dismissed. And actually, the people come back on two separate occasions and countersued her and won. They got a restraining order against her, and she had to pay for the court costs. Okay, so people clearly don't understand how it how. It, this should be going down here. Well, and it's, I started collecting and going in and looking at all of these court cases, and and you know I have a I can log in and and uh, pay for these um, the court records, and so I started collect a collection of them, and in it's just a bunch of people doing doing that same thing over and over again. And they don't have any proof, you know. I mean, um, um, Kathleen Watterson was the closest because that because Levi is kind of a tech a tech uh, a savvy, and he went out and took a bunch of readings. So he so they at least they what they did was gave, they gave her a temporary restraining order until such time that there was this later court date. What happened with that? She lost. What do you mean she lost? She she didn't get the permanent restraining order. Oh, is she still being targeted? Oh yes. They, see, they dismissed the case. What 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 you know? So I mean, that that's what happens with when you don't have a court case. Is that is that the the proceedings start? There's the the original court date. And then the the defense files a motion to dismiss, and the judge reviews the case and says, "Okay, I'll dismiss it because they don't have any basis for a complaint." And but didn't she have legal? Didn't she have proof? All that work that Levi did 
was not proof enough? No, because we're not we're not experts. You, you know what I mean? It's like um uh nobody's an expert in this. No, there are experts, it's just they're not willing to help us. You know, there are there are a lot of companies out there with enough expertise is you know, they have all the skills, experience and technology to help us. They just choose not to because because this is a government program and they're probably helping them out in the first place. I mean, or or if they're not, they they agree with it. You know, we're just a f- <laughs> my, it's it's my opinion that everyone practically everyone knows about this. It's just they don't tell us about it because they know that we're not supposed to know what's going on. They're, they try to keep us in a state of confusion. Well, I think the philosophy is if you don't talk about it, it isn't real. And that's how it started is that that's one of the things that I realized when all this started was if they don't talk about it, it, it is not real. You can't prove anything. 20 years and I can't prove shit. That tells you something. You know what? What? We could under... Okay. They're shooting us. They're they're tracking us. They're coming up with a... They're calculating a fire solution at all times. They're sending... They're calculating what? They're they're tracking us at all times. Yeah. Okay? They're collecting information on our whereabouts all the time so they come up with a understanding of where we're likely to be. They're you know, they're calculating a fire solution at all time on us. They're shooting us and they're also measuring the effect afterwards. Okay? Now if we under if you understand how that works you I can do. name you don't. Yes, you I do. Know, you just know, like, the surface, what what it looks like from the surface, and it makes sense to you. But what I'm talking about is, you know, getting really, really into the detail about it. Okay. And, and saying this is where the information that they're, you know, storing on us is most likely housed at, you know. This is most. This is where most likely their operation centers are at. Right, and what they're doing is the local yokel over here with his little computer and his little camera is taping me, twenty four seven, and then that goes up the line. Up, it goes up the the line of uh, what do you call it? Um, chain of command. I have no idea how high it goes. Is that what you yeah, want? Well, you want to find out yeah. where this information goes? NSA. And NSA gives it to the FBI. That's what Diane Rourke stated, who's a whistleblower for NSA. She's with Bill Binney. That's what she said in her videotape. That's where it goes. That, that's fine. Okay, you know, we could go ahead. You know, you we could go tape. 
What? You have a watcher tape or videotape? Diane Rourke was the person who funded NSA. She wrote their bills. She 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 had their money. She was the person who was supposed to keep them on a legal path. She heard about this program, which was covert. She approached Hayden and asked him about it, and he told her all about it. What what we want is something new, okay? A lot of times people, you know, if it's, if it's news from five years ago, I don't really care about it because it obviously didn't do any good. Okay. That's old news. Well, you know, you know, if something's going to come out and it's going to start changing public opinion, and start, and they're going to start, uh, you know, opening investigations on it or something like that, it certainly, you know, hasn't, you know, if something happened five years ago and it didn't spark, it hasn't sparked any change, then, you know. And I'll tell you why. I told you this works on the chain of command. It goes down to the mayor. It goes to your local perps who are living around you, living around me, who are taping you. They also, now I know you don't believe in B2K. No, I do. I don't, I don't, you keep saying that. I, you know, I, I know B2K exists and the technology is, you know, out there. They're programming you. This okay. goes to the subconscious. Well, you, you know, when you talk like that, you sound crazy. Okay. I because know. The thing is, because the thing is, no one told you to come out and start making claims that, you know, the only thing I want you read, the only thing I really want coming out of your mouth is something you're reading off of a piece of paper that's a credible source. I don't really care what your theory theories are because... It's not a theory. This it, is it, a test. It is. No, no, you, it's you not. You can't take it into a no, court of law. No, the guy. No, wait a minute. You know the guy Butler I was telling you about that I wanted you to go and talk to and be a student? Yeah. One who yeah. wrote the military, the Army military file on non-lethal weapons. He's the one who wrote it up. Yeah. He mentions V2K in there, and V2K is a U.S. Army development. They developed it. He writes about it in there. There's a whole paragraph on it. Yeah, everyone knows that. No, they don't. Nobody's seen this. Very few people have seen this file. Everyone knows that, but cares to go and investigate it. Most people don't care. But the thing is, everyone knows that C2K is possible because they can go out and they can see that the brain invaders things were just even really demonstrated on... Jesse you know, Fisher. you asked me you asked me for a file and this has an extensive, extensive military bibliography. With all that kinds is. of names in there. Yeah, what what we're what we're interested in is is, is is passing the lawyer test. You know, can we prove that they have a program now and that they have possession of the technology and that they're using it on people? Okay, you can buy this technology, and you can uh, use it yourself if you 
course, if you have the money, you can buy this technology. You can use it on other people if you want, okay? And you can demonstrate this in court. Same with yeah, the It still doesn't prove that you're going to be in court, and who's going to be your defend? Who's going to be the defendant? The person that you're alleging is using it on you and you have no proof. Yes, that's the missing dot, and we have yeah. to really work on that between okay. the device, the user, and the target. It has to be proven. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I understand yes. that. Okay. That's, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's where we're going to have to concentrate. Okay, I got it. Fine. I'll work on it. Yeah, just think that over, you know, look, and that, you know, that's part of the, yeah. Yeah, I understand. And, yeah, I mean, it's quite easy. I mean, nowadays, um, yeah. that's going to be a bitch, you know that? That's going to be a total consuming bitch. To, to what? To pick, to find out that kind of information? To prove it. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, see, we could get close. I mean, we could, if we define a goal and we know what the goal is, then we're going to know what's really close to that goal but not quite there, you know? Like if we want to know, if we're trying to prove that XYZ company is using that technology on us, then we're, and that's one of our goals, then we're going to know that proving that they make it and it's in their product and services line, their line of products and services, we're going to know that that's really close to proving what we're, our goal is, right? So, so the, really the, the key point is defining, coming up with a vision and defining some goals in the first place and not going off in every other, every different direction. Uh, okay, I got to I gotta get going, so I'm sorry. All right. But... All right, I get it. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, take care. Yeah, talk to you again, Tony. I'll let you know. Bye. Thank you.